Ox Nation, welcome to Healthy, Happy, Harder to Kill. Today we're talking about happiness. So, it's been a pretty rough 18 months, two years, coming up on two years. And some of you might be feeling like me, just feeling a little bit off during this whole time and kind of not able to shake it. And you don't really know where that comes from. Well, I learned a new term this week and it was called demoralization. Now, you're probably thinking, what the hell are you talking about, Ann? Is it losing your virginity in a crazy way? Could it be that? Could it be punching a nun, beating up a priest? No. Is it taking on some Korean style challenges where everybody gets murdered, but if you win, pay off your debts? Well, it's not as fun as any of them three things, but what it has been described as is an overarching psycho-spiritual crisis in which victims feel generally disorientated and unable to locate meaning, purpose, or a sense of fulfillment. And that was by a clinical psychiatrist named John F. Schumacher. Now, before we get into this, I'm not a clinical psychiatrist. I'm not a mental health professional. If you are really struggling and you need mental health support, go and find somebody, go and get help. I'll put a link to a mental health crisis line at the bottom of this video. But what I am here to talk about is just the general feeling that we get from this last 18 months. And there is a difference between being clinically depressed and a normal adaptive response to what's been going on, right? I worked in mental health for a while. I've got a master's degree in psychology and I very much struggled to relate and empathize with the people that I was working with, right? I really struggled to understand what they were going through because I was very driven, very motivated for the goals that I wanted and I really wanted to help. But in many cases, I feel like I probably made it worse. But over this last 18 months, I almost feel like I've been able to understand some of what they were going through because I've been feeling really disorientated. I couldn't really locate meaning because I was just getting up every day and trying to figure out how to get through the damn day, right? I was just working day to day trying to pay bills. And when you're trying to pay bills, you're not thinking about, oh man, today am I feeling a sense of purpose? Am I feeling fulfillment? No, I'm just trying to make sure we can keep our house, right? And you guys have probably been feeling the same as me. So let's look at it a little bit deeper. In 1992, a guy named Thomas Moore wrote a book called Care for the Soul. And in that, he identified five areas that can really attack your soul. He called it an assault on the soul. And over this past 18 months, I feel like many of us have had an assault on our soul. And the first one he talks about is impotence, is how he describes it. And no, we're not going into the whole losing your virginity thing. It actually is about power and about a sense of powerlessness. When this pandemic first hit, a lot of people were told they were an essential, right? This group of people over here, they're essential workers. They're crucial to life going on. And this group of people over here, you're not essential. You don't have to show up for work today. Now, for a lot of people, like the vast majority of us, that made you feel pretty powerless. You've been doing this job for this career you've been building for 10, 15, 20, shit, 50, 60 years in some cases, and then all of a sudden overnight, you've been told that you're not essential. That's gonna make you feel 
pretty powerless. And it might not be popular to say, but I think for the vast majority of us, me included, my work is where I get the majority of my meaning, the majority of my purpose and my sense of fulfillment. Like my parents are in their 60s, they're still not retired because that's where they get their purpose, their meaning, their sense of fulfillment from showing up every day and feeling like they've got some power and some control of their life and they're contributing to society. To be told that your contribution doesn't matter will definitely make you feel powerless, right? And it does matter and you do have to get back to work and you do have to get back to feeling that sense of meaning, purpose and fulfillment in your job and in your career. The next one is grief. There's a general weight of grief. Even if you haven't directly lost family members and friends, you can feel the weight from everybody else, what they're going through. I'm, I don't deal with death very well, right? And so I can feel, I don't know if it's because I'm British, I don't know if, what it is, but I'd struggle to deal with grief. Some people go at it head on, but for a lot of people who are like me, I don't deal with grief very well, but I can still feel that weight of other people suffering and going through it. And it generally weighs on a lot of us. We feel disorientated from understanding what other people, the pain and suffering that other people are going through. And if it's not people, people have lost businesses, right? I lost a business that me and one of my really good friends have been growing for two and a half years, gone in the space of a couple of weeks, right? And to feel that and watch that thing that you've been growing and building and the passion that you've got just be taken away, overnight, that really hurts, man. And it can make you feel pretty low and pretty beat up. And so I get if your soul is being attacked in that way. The next one is loneliness. Your job has been thrown on Zoom and then you don't show up for work and you're just stuck in the house. And I'm gonna laugh and I know it's not funny, but if you're my age, 35 and younger, if you're thrown on Zoom and you're in these big meetings, for the vast majority of people, 35 and under, you're not really important enough to be speaking on these meetings. So you're sitting in the house all day, eight hours a day, listening to these powerful people talk and you're just on mute all day in your pajamas, probably not really listening to what the hell they're talking about. That is one lonely existence, right? That is very, very lonely. And then the next one, the fourth one is mistrust. Boy, are we in a time of mistrust, right? You don't know where to look for information. And I think somebody said it was like the second worst media mistrust. I don't know what media even means anymore, but I don't know where to look for information. I just look at comedians now because at least they're giving me their sense of joy and it's not this angry you against you. You gotta be on this side, you gotta be on that side. At least I can laugh about some of the craziness that's going on and find some common sense somewhere in the middle. I hope there's some common sense somewhere in there, right? So media mistrust, just general mistrust. Where do you look for information? We're in a crazy time of mistrust. And then the last one, the fifth one, is displacement. Everything's been displaced. Your job's been displaced. Where you go for fun has been displaced. Some of your friends have moved to different towns to try and get away from craziness, to try and, hey, well, my job's online now so I can go over here, your friends have gone. Sports were online up until a very 
recent time, and that's where a lot of people go for that connection and fun and just to let loose. Bars have closed, your restaurants have closed. A lot of things have been displaced. So these five things are an assault on the soul. Powerlessness, grief, loneliness, mistrust, and displacement. Now, I started these gyms because I was in a, living in London with my wife, and we were generally in a place where I felt pretty disoriented. And living in London, it's already the weather's not good, and then people are pretty angry, right? They would walk through you. We used to play a game on the streets of London called Path Chicken, right? Sidewalk Chicken in America. And it was, we would just walk because we knew the people that were walking at us were not gonna move and we would see who would move first, right? What a terrible game to play. But then one day I found this gym and I went in and everybody wanted to know my name. And everyone came up to me and high-fived me and connected with me and I was like, wow, this is a special place. So when I came to America, I wanted to create them places. Yeah, at my gyms, you're gonna get in the best shape of your life. At Oxford, you're gonna get in the best shape of your life. We got the best product, that happens. But there's plenty of ways to get in shape. Right? There's plenty of ways to sweat. You can grab a kettlebell and you can do crazy workouts at home. But what is special is that human connection, right? Yeah, we make you feel powerful by lifting weights, but it's the connection and getting rid of that loneliness, the high fives. I didn't realize how much fist bumps, high fives, and sweaty hugs make my day, right? They fill me up with joy. They, they bring me alive and then going to bars with my friends, going to sports games, going and doing all the fitness challenges and things that got canceled in 2020 make me feel alive. They give me a sense of purpose. They give me a sense of meaning. They give me a sense of fulfillment, right? And I didn't realize that until it all got closed down. So where are you gonna find that? And I'm not saying everyone needs to come to Oxford, but I am saying no one's gonna come to your house turn off Netflix, turn off YouTube, turn off your social media, and tell you, hey, let's go and do some things that are gonna make you feel better, right? You have to go and find them things, especially if your job's on Zoom, especially if your workouts are online, especially if all you do is scroll through social media, you need to go and find some human connection, right? Find a way that you can feel safe and you can feel yourself back up and you can feel what is the opposite of Dumaras? Moralized is it? I don't know. Tell me what you think it is in the comments. But no one's gonna do it for you. So go find some places where you can feel powerful, where you can feel connection and you can start to have an impact on people's lives, right? Even if you stay online with most things, but you go and volunteer for an organization. Never has there been a time when organizations needed you and you can go and feel a sense of fulfillment, right? So find what it is that makes you feel better. I don't know what it is, but I know that you can Google a place to go and volunteer, a place to go and feel better, and you might be able to find it. That being said, last time, if you are feeling really low, if you need help, Crisis Line's gonna be in the comments. Go and find help. Message me, I'll shoot you in the right direction. If you need someone to talk to, find them people to talk to. But you might just generally be feeling a normal adaptive response to this time, right? We're going through a mental health pandemic. Everybody's worried that the next thing 
is going to be a mental health pandemic. So take care of yourself. Look after yourself. Find the things that fill you up. I hope this video has been useful. I know finding that term and finding them ways that this last 12 months has assaulted my soul was useful for me. If it was useful for you, please leave me a comment. Please like this video. Please share it with someone. And if you didn't like it, I'm sorry I wasted 10 minutes of your time, but I care about you. I hope you're doing well. Go get it. Go do some things that fill you up. Enjoy your life. Let's go. Oxfit. I'll see you next time.